0: All right, what is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. This time around, episode 31. Uh, that is right, 31 episodes deep on this one. Last week, we are talking about enjoying the ride, and this week, we're talking about planning one. So, talking to our good friend Mao out of the Lost and Baja camp this week, ran an idea by him and uh, said, hey, I, I really want to do this. And basically, the conversation boiled down to, why aren't you doing this? So, this episode on episode 31, I just want to talk a little bit about what we've got going on and what we're going to be planning. Uh, and for those of you who may not be able to make the ride because you are listening from abroad, I'm going to talk about what I am doing to actually plan for this ride and account for as many things as possible. It's always better to be better, best prepared, just in case. But yeah, been a good week so far. Heater is still on here in San Diego. I'm ready for some winter-ish weather. We'll get out and do some riding and pre-run some of this stuff. So definitely looking forward to that. We got some more rally stuff coming up this past weekend. Ricky Brabeck on that number two spot with the HRC rally bike on Vegas Torino. Impressive. Up against a bunch of light sprint bikes versus the the bigger, heavier rally bike. But then of course it is the lighter of the rally bikes. So that was awesome to see him out there Iron Man in that thing. Get a little bit of distance between that because of the fuel capacity, not having to stop every 80 or so miles. I think that was a plan, I don't know. But it seemed like a pretty awesome time. Looking forward to seeing some more stuff. Another one I had, I didn't even mention, but I I know some of you guys might have seen. Uh, If you were watching Red Bull Romaniacs, Paul Tarez, if that's how you pronounce his last name, on the Yamaha T7, doing some hard enduro stuff, sans the exhaust pipe. Let me tell you about how mean a 700 sounds, so that was pretty awesome. Head on over to his channel, or if you've been catching up, you can always watch it on Red Bull TV. There is the Red Bull Romaniacs. Now, there was a lot of media on him as uh, he was the basically two bikes in one competing on that. So it was pretty awesome to see. Be cool to go out and check out that event one of these years. So anyway, let's get this show started. I was catching up on the news there. Got some more rally stuff coming up, I think, for the next episode. I'll try to catch us up on some of the rallies that are going on. I am working on getting another guest. Uh, It's been a little bit for this guy. Um, Been around racing for a very long time. And is one of the more prominent figures in a rally raid. Here in the local side of things. Internationally traveled. Man of mystery. But... Once I can shore that up and make sure we got him on the show, I will let you know who it is. Or maybe you'll just hear the episode when it comes out. But a lot of people do know who he is. Uh, have worked with him directly. I've worked with him for a few years. And, uh, and yeah. So yeah. Because yeah. All right. So what were we talking about ride planning? Uh, so this was... Uh, brainchild, this is something that I've been thinking about doing for a while, I just never really like went for it, right? I always got caught up in logistics and time and what to do and all of this stuff and finally I just, you know, like I said I was talking to my friend Mao uh, known him back from the, the DJing days uh, and it was uh, it was a great conversation, um, he is uh, one runs the uh, Lost in Baja uh, tour and uh, experience company down in uh, Baja based out of Ensenada. Uh, he is also uh, part of or a very big part of uh, the Baja rally as well um, and, and runs a lot of stuff for them, uh, kind of makes that show happen. So uh, I've known him for many years and we've always talked and I've always bounced ideas off each other. And this one came up and I was like, you know, I really want to do this. And he's he you, you've been talking about this for a while. So it's kind of time to do it. Just do it. Don't be afraid. And so here we are. I've spent the whole afternoon uh, basically working on this. And, and for me, um, you know, I like the logistics side of things, right? And so I'm working on this game plan and what we're going to be doing and uh, what the route is going to be. And the route is nothing uh, fancy. Uh, I I didn't want to do that, but, uh, you know, get, get too crazy. Uh, but what I did want to do is make sure that it's a, a something that's manageable and doable. Um, so... Just kind of starting from the beginning, right? Um, You heard on one of the previous episodes of uh, how uh, a couple of these guys build road books and and kind of get an idea. And for me, uh, I know some of these roads or I know the roads that I'm trying to take, uh, but not going to leave it to chance and just say, okay, here's the GPS route and we're going to go run this in a few months. Um, So for me, uh, I've got the I've got the route pretty much set. um, And then once I set that route, Now I'm looking at, okay, what are my distances? How much of it is going to be road? How much of it is going to be dirt? Uh, What's the distance between fuel stops uh, and available fuel? Um, You know, you got to account for different things, right? I mean, if uh, this this would be uh, big bike friendly. So if you're on the Elephants or the uh, 1200GS Adventures uh, or 1250s now, um, it's doable. Um, Part of what I'm also doing is... Uh, trying to figure out the terrain. Because if you heard the planning a, a, a trip uh, or planning a route episode uh, way back when I was first getting started, uh, that was one of the things. So I was talking to uh, my friend gnarly Dave, and we were talking about it this morning, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to say that it's easy or it's hard or that it's uh, this or that. Um, it, it really, in the end, is going to be something where I'll be able to describe the route and what's on the route and then we leave it up to the rider, or I leave it up to the rider to decide whether or not that's going to be uh, within their skill set. Uh, spoiler alert: sand. So half of you just said, "Nah, never mind." Uh, but no, I mean on the on the big bikes, you know, there's there's tactics. But if you know now, there's going to be a way to um, how would you say a way to kind of start maybe practicing, get your your skill set up, uh, kind of learn a little bit more about it. And I'm not talking about glamorous sugar sand. Uh, just you know, talking about sandier conditions. So uh, sand can be a lot of fun to ride once you start to master it uh, because the bike and the traction and everything is just kind of easier, um, I think. But I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm more, uh, obviously I'm more timid in the sugar sand, but in the sandier stuff, uh, it's not that bad, you know. Um, I did some of that uh, running the Dos Mujeres uh, roadbook with uh, Gnarly Dave a couple of weekends ago. Uh, on the 790 and yeah I mean it takes it a second to get up on plane but once it is oh man is it a lot of fun Um, but yeah so looking at this right and looking at it from from the bird's eye view up you know 50,000 feet or however you want to call it whatever kind of corporate terms you want to use on that um, I'm looking at it thinking okay well I know the route I know where we're headed how many miles in a day and I'm, I'm thinking you know the first day is going to be a doozy I'm thinking it's going to be almost close it's going to be about 190 miles total Uh, for the first day. So then from there, day two and then day three are are less miles per day. So you're really going to get worn out on the first day of this thing. Uh, And then from there, the rest is just going to be a little bit more chill. So knowing the mileage, right, deciding how many miles is feasible in a day, and especially, you know, depending on how big a group. And, I, I, you know, I don't know how big this group is going to get or what's going to happen with this. All I know is I'm going for a ride um, on this particular set of dates. And I'm going to let everybody know what it is. And, yeah. And so that way uh, it's a little bit more loose. You know, I I, I don't want to have it this big deal. And I don't want to have or like I don't know if that's the correct way of saying it. But, you know, I want it to be fun for everybody uh, that wants to go. And it's just a bunch of people getting together and go for a ride, uh, go explore some Baja stuff. I know a lot of people haven't been to some of the areas or some of the places that I want to go. Uh, which for others, the locals is like, oh, you're going there again. Uh, But, you know, whatever. Uh, I think it's each time is unique. You know, the people you bring with you, everybody, the adventures and stuff like that, and everybody kind of working together. So um, I think it's going to be fun. But, yeah, so so far uh, on the route, thinking it's going to be about 400 miles uh, across three days. Uh, Then we're going to do, like I said, the first day is going to be the longer day. Uh, then we're going to break it down to two shorter days. Saturday is going to be the shortest day, but it also puts us in a really cool location uh, to just hang out and unwind. And uh, I think that a lot of people will probably continue to go back to that place uh, after we go there. So uh, we want to do that. Um, but the same thing, you know, right. It's like, OK, uh, shorter day. Where's the mileage out? Where's the fuel work? We get food at that kind of thing. Um, I I put it in boxes. Is, is kind of how I'm planning. This is like, okay, first I've got the general route. Uh, next thing I need to know is, all right, well, how much street, how much dirt? Uh, then after that, I need to figure out the fuel, uh, where the fuel is going to be. Um, then it's figure out logistics wise. Okay. We're taking equipment. We're going to have chase. Uh, we need to have somebody uh, in a certain location uh, with certain equipment, certain things, that kind of stuff, you know, and then uh, who do you bring along? You know, you want to bring along someone that can ride a bike in case something happens. You want to have somebody that's uh, at least uh, versed enough to be able to jump on a bike and 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 make it happen, you know, even if they've never ridden that kind of a motorcycle. Uh, so, you know, you you kind of plan for these different things. And that's just kind of how I've always planned stuff is that it's like you think about things. Uh, in in boxes. You know, okay, what are we going to do for communications? What are we going to do for food? What are we going to do for water? What are we going to do for or hydration? You know, that way, it's kind of a pattern that you develop and then every time you go to plan these routes, it just makes it that much easier because you kind of know, okay, onto this box. Okay, onto this box. And for me, that's, you know, just kind of how I'm looking at it. But I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think a lot of people will Uh we'll enjoy it and hopefully we get a a pretty big turnout uh, for it. Uh, I'm going to put some stuff on the Chasing Waypoints website. Um, So if you want to roll to that, I'll include the link in there. And basically what it's going to be is just going to be kind of like a RSVP form. So uh, yes, there is going to be a cost to this, uh, but it is basically being ran as a non-for-profit. So the cost is going to go directly to... Uh, room and board and food and drinks and stuff like that i mean i don't i'm not in this to make uh to make money we're out to have fun and so we'll just coordinate everything for you basically and and that way it takes some load off but you know of course there's a dollar figure and you know if as i used to ask students when i worked uh, in the college uh sector and, and interviewed students uh this was a question that uh i don't know a lot of i don't know where i heard it but uh, it always stuck with me. And is if you had all the money in the world, what would you do for free? So I'm kind of doing it uh, sort of. But, you know, I mean, to me, it's uh, one of those things that if we can all go out, have fun and, and make it happen. And I think it, it leads to others and, and it's networking and it's, you know, it's just a great time. So that's what I'm looking forward to doing on this thing. Um, you know, like I said, I'll share some details. Uh, I won't officially announce uh, the actual route uh, that we'll be taking. Uh, until i can actually get down there pre-run it and make sure you know that that it is doable uh basically take an inventory of the terrain that we're going to be crossing i mean i have a pretty good idea right now um but you know i haven't been there in a while so i don't know you know i know that there's a couple of uh couple of uphills that uh could be challenging um you know depending on the on the skill set of the rider and you know i I, like i said i I consider myself a beginner intermediate uh riders and so i'm i'm more conscious cautious not conscious i'm definitely conscious um but i may you know i i look at it through the eyes of the beginner it's like okay is this too gnarly you know is this going to be too uh hairy for some of these guys or you know are we all going to work in a team and and help get these elephants up this thing or you know what are we going to do um so i think uh i think it'll be fun and then the awesome part about it is now what i'm kind of looking forward to it being is like there's going to be a ton of midweight bikes that I think will really enjoy this route. I think this is this is going to be that route for the midweight uh, adventure bike. You know, the skinny bikes, you know, if we get any skinny bikes to go, um it, you know, it'll just be another day and it's, you know, it'll be it'll be fun for sure, but the the midweight bikes, there's going to be some areas where they really shine uh and and you get a chance to kind of uh, kind of ramp it up. So, I'm looking forward to that part. It should be fun. But yeah, so let's see what are we what else we got going on. So we have that. Um, I'm already kind of without without even really thinking about it. Already working on prepping the 790 to go do some uh, pre running for it. Uh, forks are back out to conflict, making some adjustments there. Uh, then uh, bring that back in. We've got uh, the foot brake uh, to work on because as I quickly found out um, on this last go around uh, running that road book. The rear brake was basically like a light switch, um, which is a little bit interesting, especially when you're using riding boots. You know, you want to have a little bit of that brake feel. And I think the pedal was just a hair too high uh, with using those RAID Garage lowering pegs. So, I uh, want to adjust that. Handlebars are dialed in. Got to get the other hand guards on there with the mirrors. GPS is going back off. The navigation equipment is going to come off for this stuff uh, since I won't be needing it. I may, may even do a road book for this. Um, obviously, just thinking about it, it's probably not going to have a whole lot of notes in it, but, you know, whatever. It's it's always good practice. Uh, it'll also help uh, calculate things a little bit quicker, too. If you just drop some points, open up some waypoints, or or put some waypoints on uh, on the actual roadbook, it uh, makes it fairly quick to uh, dial in distances and stuff like that. So uh, looking forward to that part of it. Uh, do that I hadn't really thought about that but that's true it may actually make some of the stuff I'm trying to do a little bit quicker Uh, but yeah so that's kind of what is what's going on Uh, I'm looking for uh, I've been looking in and and, you know I I, I think skinny bikes coming soon we'll see I gotta get that 850 out of here so I got a 850 GS rented it out this weekend everybody loves the bike that rides it and uh, and it is it's a great bike but it's just um, you know I want something to run road books in. And, well, uh, I don't know that I could put that thing on a diet enough to make that happen. And the 790 is just a hair too big for my uh, abilities in the dirt. And plus, you know, uh, I see some of the stuff that uh, Travis Brock over at uh, Every Single Sunday does uh, on his bikes and some of the rides he goes on. And uh, this last video I was watching uh, of him, uh, they were out doing, doing a ride. I'm trying to remember where they were at uh but there's just this is like really fast flowing real technical not super technical I guess I should say but just like this really cool area uh, to ride in and so I don't know I'm I'm navigating to uh, to his youtube which is every single sunday uh, let's see ah uh, yes uh, jumping logs 101 that was a video that I was watching he uploaded it about 4 days ago uh, and it's uh, enduro fun Tnw ride days with RTR Rentals. So, uh, you know, I'm you know, I'm gonna drop a link to this video uh, in the description. So if you guys want to check that out, um, I've known Travis for a while. We were back at uh, the SDRC or San Diego RC Raceway. Um, that's where I met him, and I used to do the race directing there. And after that is like he he sold off, he moved on, and then got back into heavily into dirt bikes and doing that stuff. Did a couple of rides, um, and now uh, he's just been riding all over the place. And I'm just watching this like GIF image of the ride, and it's so awesome. Uh, he's on the gas gas uh, two stroke for this ride, and so it's actually really cool. You know the two strokes. It's funny how they've they've made such a big comeback. Um, And I know they've been around a lot for the hard enduro stuff, but it seems like now it it, even more so uh, it's it's gotten even bigger. So I think that um, it I don't know, you know, maybe uh, eventually I start uh, start doing this full time. And, you know, you never know, maybe I end up with one and then I can start going on rides. And, you know, I don't know. It only takes money. And if anybody knows what tree that grows out of, I would sure love to know. I can plant a few in the backyard. We got a little bit of room. Uh, and if it's the uh, the other kind of trees um, in California, well, it's legal. But I don't know how it's accepted on the other states. So I don't know if I want to get into that that business yet. But I have seen some pretty interesting stuff. This is uh, kind of crazy and complete offshoot of that. But uh, I found out that some of the Owners of shopping centers that happen to have these, I'll just say it, dispensaries, uh, have a roundabout way of joining the business. And that's by charging an exorbitant amount of rent uh, to these places uh, to help, uh, you know, jump in the business, so to speak, uh, without actually being in the business, so to speak. So location, 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 right? what they say so anyway um yeah so going back to it uh got that ride uh like i said that i'm planning and trying to work on and get uh get together today was literally like day one of planning this um it had been in the back of my mind for a while so i kind of already had pre-ran it but this was the first time it's been like really like hardcore pen to paper all right we're gonna figure this out so i'm looking forward to it um Trying to think, you know, where where to base it out of. I already know the two stops, but it's like, well, um, where this ride would start from, you know, is it better to to, kind of near a hotel and and have people, like if people are coming from afar, uh, to be able to stay somewhere and that kind of thing. And so, I don't know. Uh, I guess the best thing you can do is just plan for it and, and see what happens. You know, and and I think that, uh, like I said, I mean, I think a lot of people will enjoy this route. And if you've been on it before and once it's announced and all that stuff, then uh, you've been on it before. And yeah. And but uh, have you been on it before with a group of guys that, you know, a different group or, or whatever it is? You know, that that's the whole thing. So going back, I'm thinking that this is really going to be like the ride is really going to be cool. And I know that night one is going to be a little bit harsh. Uh, but that means that we could get a little bit later start on day two because that is the shortest day. Uh, still going to be a lot of dirt. Day two, I think, is going to be uh, percentage wise is going to be a shorter day, but it's going to be a higher percentage uh, versus road uh, on the dirt side. So I'll I'll release that stuff later. You know, once I once I'm able to pre run it or or once I feel a little bit more comfortable with that. But I'm the things that I'm looking forward to in doing this is getting uh getting everybody together you know the the stories and then that night both nights is just hang out you know share the stories and stuff like that and i hope um some of these guys uh that i know that have bigger bikes or or any of the bikes you know want to come out and, and talk about it because there's you know i've i've say that i've been lucky enough to meet a lot of really interesting pe- people that have traveled the world um that have learned so much And have so much knowledge to share and I think that it would be a really cool setting you know I mean I mean imagine going uh, going on a ride and rubbing elbows with you know somebody that's raced a car before and has been to Dakar a couple of times or you know helps uh, prepare stuff for some of the top teams or you know. You never know who you're going to meet. And now that, that was something that I learned a long time ago. You never know who's watching. You never know who's. And that was back from the DJing days. You know, I always thought about it and looked at it the same, you know, just be professional. You never know who's watching. You never know who's in the room listening. So anyway, I I'm i am looking forward to that. I think that's uh that's like the that bivouac, you know, that bivouac vibe. Yeah, there's not going to be like rally racing, quote unquote, or rally raid going on. But Um, But the idea of, you know, getting a bunch of people together with the war stories and everything that, you know, and the the different rides and stuff that they've done. uh, I think that's going to be really cool. And I really think that that's the that's the whole emphasis on this, Uh, you know, so something to get people together and see some cool stuff. Hopefully the timing that I'm picking is going to be towards the end of the year. Um, Early December is my plan right now. Got to check the weather and kind of get an idea. Uh, about that uh, and and what it's normally like around that time of year um, because yeah I mean that that can make a serious or have a serious impact uh, on the route because some of these sections can get really muddy really bad um, and other parts of the section or other areas will just be even more epic uh, if it's wet primarily the sand stuff so yeah you know we'll we'll see uh, I got, you know, I have some friends and stuff like that that I'm going to confide in and, and be able to get uh, more information and, and get some input on it because, you know, I want everybody to have fun and, and have a good time. And so I think that's going to be really cool. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Thinking about it. I mean, that's that's pretty much what I'm what I've been up to uh, this past week and, and just going back and, and reviewing some of the stuff that I've done and you know, I'm looking at my bike going, all right, you know, the 790 and thinking, okay, what are the things that I need to change? And I, uh, placed an order with, it's floating around here somewhere, uh, with taco moto, um, got some stuff from them, uh, primarily the led, uh, relay, uh, for the 790, uh, because the turn signals that I have on it were like super hyper flashing because they are LEDs. Um, and so I needed need to slow that down. And so, you know, Supporting the local business. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I know I still got an order. Um, I still got to talk to Matthew Glade over at RMS. Haven't ordered the stuff. I want to get everything like once the navigation stuff comes off the 790, I want to make sure that I put it on to like a set of handlebar uh, clamps and just basically have it ready to go and bolt onto a dirt bike. Um, that's my plan. And I'm even, I even thought about something and I'm not actually, you know what, never mind. I didn't think about something. I'm not going to say what I was going to say because I don't want people to copy it. I want to try it out first and see if it works and then, you know, I'll share with the rest of the world. So that's the plan for the rally equipment. Um, you know, so I could start, uh, getting ready for when the skinny bike hits the garage, uh, the eight fifties departure, uh, get that done. And then, uh, and then, yeah. So I think, it'll be, uh, I think it'll be a good week's worth of work. I did some uh, plumbing in the garage. Um, I'll post a picture of that on the uh, Chasing Waypoints uh, official Instagram. Uh, if OSHA, if you are listening to this, don't worry. I know what I'm doing, I think. Um, but yeah. So anyway, it's rated to 480 PSI. So I doubt I'm going to have an issue with uh, PVC pipe blowing up with air compressor pressures. But yeah. So another shout out. Um, totally not a commercial. By the way, there we don't have any show sponsors for this. So uh, you know, I think Future Bridge, you know, something like that. You know, we're getting we're getting up there. We're at uh I think the official count now is uh sixty two hundred total plays uh across the thirty episodes that are out now. So uh pretty stoked on that, you know. When I started it, when I put the very first episode together, it was literally just me talking and like no intro, no outro. Audio quality was a little shady, um, you know, or, or it wasn't the best per se. Um, I was, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. And man, I'm telling you, when I got to 25 listens on that episode, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be big. This is huge. Literally. Um, yeah. Spotify. It, my last name has two L's in it, um, you know, for when you send that contract over. But well, here we are. 30 episodes deep. Talk to a lot of people. 31 episodes. This is episode 31. So, I think that that is um, you know, I'm, I'm digging it. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Um, tools for the garage. So, uh, there's been a couple of things going on. Like I've just been setting up the garage little by little. You know, getting getting things going. I moved the 3D printer down, down to it and that thing 3D printers will accelerate your aging by one and a half to three times the normal speed. Um, trying to dial them in and that's where people like uh, like Chris over at motominded that's been 3d printing for a while and, and for quite some time. Um, a lot goes in to dialing in a 3d printer. Yeah, rapid prototyping but uh, which is awesome, but at the same time is it takes a lot of effort to calibrate set up, get it running so a lot of you guys you know or people that are listening and thinking i'm going to get into 3d printing. i'm going to get into mass production the word of warning is be ready to want to give up every day and every print because it really does take a lot of time there's some printers out there that really have like some some easy to tune functions and things like that but the moment you try and go fancy and go faster things get interesting so there's a lot to learn, a lot to diagnose, you know, if, if the print looks like this, print looks like that. So anyway, 3 printers now downstairs. Um, making room for that, getting that set up because I need to get uh, like an enclosure for it because when you print ABS, if you literally walk by it, the print will bend and then come off of the plate and then, yeah, messes. So we did that. We've got, um, I saw this one and I thought, like, damn, that's handy. Uh, when we were down at Sonora Rally, I was over in the... Uh, conflict motorsports slash rottweiler uh, pit area and uh, or bivouac area and uh, i saw chris was using one of these like craftsman electric power washers um and i was like dude that's super cool because we have one here that's gas powered you know it's all old and clunky and you know hopefully you drain the gas out of the bowl so it's not you know the carburetor's not all gummed up um so i saw that and i was like i think that would be a handy tool so finally tracked one of those down got that you know yeah, added that to the garage um, then the next, uh, the next thing, and this is the one that I was like, oh, I, you know, I don't want it to sound like a commercial, but, uh, California air compressors, if I remember correctly, this was another suggestion on, uh, behalf of, uh, Travis from every single Sunday. And I was over there picking up, uh, picking up some stuff and we were talking and he's all, dude, check this out. And he turns on the air compressor and, you know, you would see somebody walk over an air compressor and you're like, here comes the noise. This thing is like literally so quiet. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing ever. So uh, I went ahead and, and pick one of those up. I picked up the small one um, in hindsight, maybe wanted to have gone a little bit bigger, but at the same time with the tubing that I added uh, this week or this weekend, um, pretty much doubled the size of the the capacity of it because of how much air is held in the tubes. So, Hopefully it doesn't blow up. We took great care of that and already leak tested it. it looks like we're going to be good to go. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of fun, right? You know, getting to play garage, build stuff and, and make sure that, you know, everything is the tools are in the right place. You know, the pegboard up on the wall with the fancy setup and all of that stuff. I'm not big screen TV cool yet, but you know, the night is young. You never know. I don't know what I would put a TV in there, especially right now in the summer months because holy It's like an oven in there, you know, it takes about 20 minutes before it starts to smell, you know, a little bit, you know, like, you know, dripping sweat, you know, maybe I should start doing like hot yoga in there or something in the summer months. Get into riding shape. Hmm. Yeah. Round to oval or square or whatever, however they say it. But anyway, so, yeah, so that's I mean, that's pretty much it, man. It's kind of a kind of been a short week and and you know busy at work as usual and trying to get everything uh, squared away. But this I've just been consumed with this you know like it's got to do a ride, got to do some stuff. I kind of hinted at it last episode, I believe it was, Um, but now it's like I'm I'm on it, and so we'll see we'll see what uh we'll see what comes of it. Uh, like I said, I'll put um I'll put a link to the uh to a form kind of like an RSVP form, but I, you know, gauge interest, you know, okay, well, how many people are realistically interested in this? Because, you know, I don't want to, uh, need to plan accordingly. Right. You know, the more people you have, the more stuff you're going to need, the more things you're going to, the more resources you'll need to have, you know, that kind of thing, the greater the chances of something happening. So, uh, all of that fun stuff. And so, you know, we'll see how that, uh, we'll see how that goes, but I'll put that, Uh, in that link in the description, I'll put a link in the description of the, uh, video that's just literally playing in the background right now from, uh, Travis over at every single Sunday and, and yeah. And, and then go back to having some fun. Like literally as soon as we're done with this episode, I'm going right back to planning, uh, and, and doing this thing and at least get, you know, get the ball rolling, get so far down, uh, down the field, I guess we could say if we want to use some uh, football terminology. Um, but Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I think it'll be fun. So anyway, I am gonna. Wow, I made it thirty-two minutes on this episode already. Wow! So anyway, hoping everybody's had a good week and they were riding along and and having fun. Uh, we'll get back to doing some more in the bivouac episodes of just getting some people lined up and making sure we're uh, we're ready to go. Uh, probably end up talking a little bit more about the SoCal Roadbook Rally that's coming up. Uh, also got to get Happy Dave back on the episode. want to talk some uh, talk shop with him. I know they've got an event that they're working on uh, as well. And so, yeah, because, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We got a lot of stuff coming. Uh, like I said, I think that it will definitely um, continue to grow. And, and I'm looking forward to doing some more stuff uh, for you guys and, and, and get some more information out there. Uh, the rally raid side of things, you know um i was talking to dave this morning i wait i kind of closed the show but now we're going back into it yeah we'll go back into it really quick so something interesting right now that I'm, I'm i'm really like doing some more digging and talking to more people and all that stuff there is a secret rally society in the united states there i've said it and it's going to be public so if i disappear you guys know what happened uh no, no, I mean not joking. Like there's uh, like now I'm getting more into the, like there's more and more people that are already planning and doing stuff or have been doing stuff but just really haven't uh made it super like publicized and whatnot. And 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 I kind of understand why and at the same time it's like hey, you know what? This is going to help this whole thing grow. So for me, to the people that are thinking, that are listening, that have been following along and 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 even like all the way back to the starting from zero episode where, you know, just the whole like, OK, this is the whole rundown. Um, I think that there's a lot of stuff coming. So if you are already getting started in roadbook navigation and already getting kind of like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. Um, start doing it start getting start getting your setup getting so you know get out on the bike get out on that kind of stuff you know and and just try and figure it out um, because I think there's a lot of big things coming. I know that uh, the Koda rally uh, is coming up as well in September beginning of September if I'm not mistaken so that's not too far away um, that one is gonna be uh, be a pretty epic time uh, unfortunately I won't be able to make it. Um, due to prior engagements, but, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, probably catch up with, uh, Mike Graves here, uh, maybe right before the event and just kind of see how things are going or, or maybe right after the event, probably right after the event, because if it's anything like what I'm used to, um, no matter how organized you are right before the event, it's always go time. And, you know, you, you don't really have a lot of time to stop and and do some stuff, but, um, but yeah, so KOTA Rally, C-O-T-A-H Rally. Uh, Kota Rally Adventures uh, is the website if you guys have been kind of thinking about uh, doing some stuff and you already got the navigation equipment that's your next stop um, after that you've got Baja Rally after that SoCal Roadbook Rally and then uh, I want to talk to Happy Dave. because I don't know when their event is so um, or what they're planning so we'll see uh, I'm going to reach out to him probably right after this episode as well and just kind of get the skinny on it Uh, and see coordinate maybe if we get them on this week and maybe we'll talk to them for next week's episode you never know but if you do want to know make sure you like and subscribe so yeah anyway hope everybody has had a good week and looking forward to next week and also releasing some details on this stuff so uh, yeah everybody have fun and here's the outro All right, that is the wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week.